This podcast is brought to you by Fairy Tales Dog Rescue in San Francisco. We are a nonprofit organization. And my name is Louise. And I am Tiffany. Follow us down the rescue road. F A I R Y T A I L S. Welcome to Fairytales Podcast. Louise. Tiffany. I want to join a new club. Ooh, what club is that? It is a club. I have dreamt about. I've used it's my fantasy. It's when I had when I went under the MRI and I had to like lay there in this claustrophobic environment. I had to close my eyes and just get into a fantasy. I this is my fantasy. Tell us. So I got a text from my son, August, and it's called Glory on TikTok. And I played it. You want one? Oh, that's the advertisement. Ignore that part. Do you want one? No. Wait. Where's the actual app? What the fuck, dude? Do you want one? This is not what I want. Oh. Okay. Now it's not there. Fuck. Okay. I'll tell you what it is. Tell me. Okay. So it's a video on TikTok, and it is. All of these bandits, they're like dressed in black, their face is covered. You can just see a little bit like their eyes or their their mouth. They're like literally all black. Like Zoro or ninjas. Yes, Zoro and I, I felt the ninja vibe, which has been my fantasy. Is like I want to be like kind of a ninja-like. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's a video of them breaking into a horrible animal testing site, and they're freeing all the sweet beagle dogs. There's a dogs in there. There's cats. There's all kinds of. There's rabbits. All kinds of sweet animals, and it's such a great video. And they're just like posing, and they they know they're on camera, but they're like holding the animals and just be like saving them and protecting them and taking oh that's the dream but is that is it real or is it fiction no this is fucking real but why is it not on the news like where is this what what is going on well i don't know why i don't really watch the news to be honest because like i don't fucking trust the news because they don't show you what you what we we should see they show you what they want to show you yeah, but I, I feel like this should be on the news. Somebody broke into a testing lab and they, they released all these animals. Like, what happened? Well, that's the thing is it's... Let me try opening it again. Hold on. Oh, well. Um, it's, it's called, if you search on TikTok, it's Glory on TikTok. And um, they're breaking into facility and you could... I mean, it's... I can't pull it up to show the information, and I probably should have, but I don't care. I will do anything to do. I would totally dress in black and go and be a ninja and save animals at a fucking any at a test animal testing site or puppy mill any day of the week. Would feel so good to just kick in the door and hold your bazooka and, and just like aim it at these assholes <laughs> who are just so, so cold heartedly 
abusing these animals in the name of science uh, or, or, you know, whatever, they, whatever they're, however they're justifying it. Yeah. I mean, remember we want to do a, we want to do a horror movie about it. That's, I, that's kind of like, it reminds me of that, that horror movie that we wanted to make about us in this, like saving all the dogs in a puppy mill and it's like a battle between the abusers and us and we're like remember yeah we still need to make that that would be cool yeah that's like another thing it's like in your face we have to do that just to wake people up and to get their attention and that's why we thought about these sort of crazy ideas because we feel like it's just not enough attention out there and that's why I like that they did this video they did this TikTok video of it because it really it is there is people who have influence and it's coming in different ways now that is amazing I'm so happy to hear that mm-hmm. yeah we're shining a light on it with TikTok and social medias because with all these new power platforms we can really become stronger when we can find our groups, then we find the people who are really into dog rescue, who are really into animal rights and activism, and we can just grow stronger because it's so much easier to find each other. Yeah, it's, and I think that um, that's going to be a way of communication. I think more and more people are going to get their information from you know, each other. And what's going on out there versus, you know, what's going on, what they want to tell you on the news. I mean, that that's the new era we're in, that we have to be more fact-checking and checking our sources. And uh, that that's when you got to have the right people around you that, you know, provide you with the information. And that's also why it's so good for you to listen to Fairy Tales Dog Rescue. And speaking of TikTok, did you check out that video of the chiropractor that works on dogs? I never have watched any TikTok videos you send me, Tiffany, because I'm not on TikTok. I have no desire to be on TikTok. So just please don't send me any of those. Well, you need to like check it out. If you're going to talk about TikTok, being an influence, you should see what's going on out there. I get what TikTok is all about. I don't have to be on there. Okay, well, then you're missing out. It's so cute. This guy does chiropractic work for dogs, and it's on. it was on TikTok, and it's pretty popular, and he, he shows the dogs like he's, like, holding the dog's head, like, you know, he's trying to figure out, and then they, he suddenly goes and cracks their neck or whatever, and then the dog's wow. like, yeah, and the dog's like, whoop, whoop, and it's like he really, like, feels the dog's energy and, like, where he needs to, like, that is amazing yeah he does amazing work he does like oh my neck feels good just thinking about that and watching the dogs like the first they're like oh yeah this is great okay like feeling him he's just like he one takes this big pit bull and holds him up like this and he's like doing this and 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 tiffany's holding like a dog like a heimlich maneuver sort of yeah like yeah Yeah. that is so cool that it is a chiropractor for dogs you know like all these things are coming out more and more for dogs (laughs) You know, I think the ultimate step of uh, what kind of doctors and caregivers we would have for dogs would be a neurosurgeon for dogs. Mm, That would be amazing. That would truly somebody to like help them through their trauma. Uh, Well, that would be absolutely amazing. That sounds more like therapeutical work. I mean, more like brain surgery, you know, because I feel like they don't do that on dogs the same way we do on humans. You know, uh, when it comes to human medicine, we can go as far 
as it is needed. But when it comes to animal medicine, it only goes to a certain point because we feel like there's it's only so much worth to save their lives. So like, yeah. So like, what do you mean? Like if they had, okay. Come on, you never hear of a dog having brain surgery. No, I've never, I've never heard of a dog that really needed brain surgery, to be honest. Well, you're saying there aren't dogs who have brain tumors? No, I just haven't had that. I mean, I'm just thinking of all the dogs that I just, I don't know. Is it common to have brain tumors? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I'm just thinking about it. You know, what is it when they do, when they do, if they have, not rabies, is it rabies? Where they cut their heads off and they see if they have rabies oh yeah is that how they have to do it yeah, yeah. They have to decapitate them yeah oh yeah well you know it's <laughs> that's not the same thing as a <laughs> but, but, but yeah i mean i think it would have to uh, be possible that uh, these things happen in dogs it's just that we don't talk about them uh, i mean why wouldn't it happen in dogs and it also makes you wonder uh, about other things you know that humans have and you wonder if dogs have them too uh, you know, like how humans can be narcissists or sociopaths. Yeah, or, that's what I'm talking about. That's what's can interesting. Dogs be, yeah, have that's versions what, yeah. of this. You know, I know. That's why, like, I was thinking when you said neurosurgeon, thinking like, you know, is there something in their brain that makes them like tick or something? Like, what is it? You know, but I mean, most dogs are like experiencing traumatic events. I don't think like you know, and that's you know. If you have a traumatic event, do they turn to be narcissists or sociopaths? I don't know, because that's what happens in the human world, right? A lot of them are, something's triggered, and then that's the path they chose versus, you know. Yes, that might be how it happens, but most people who have trauma, which most people go through some kind of trauma during life, most people who go through trauma don't turn narcissistic or sociopaths, you know? The, the ones that do decide to be, a, you know, ch- are become narcissists and sociopaths, there is a history of something that triggered that. And tra- it was traumatic. But that, exactly, like most of us go through this other way and they go that way. Yeah. yeah. But it's so rare. I mean, yeah. at least in the human race. So if it occurred in the animal kingdom, it would also be as rare, I guess. But the thing I, yeah. is, like, could it still happen? <laughs> I feel like the dogs would actually I'd be so rare, more rare in dogs than humans because I feel like a dog, it's like they just watching them overcome, you know, tra- trauma and choose love so in a much quicker manner than we would. Like I just see that, you know, like they're so much more forgiving and more open to love and being just happy and I don't know, just – I like to think that humans are not that different from other animals because we are animals. So I like to think that whatever range of emotion, intelligence, like disease development that we can have, uh, another species can also have. What would a sociopathic narcissistic dog look like? Well, the thing like. is that narcissists uh, or, or um, sociopaths, we, t- now we talk about both of them and they're so not the same thing, but whatever. Um, I mean, they don't necessarily have to be dangerous. Uh, and the thing that feeds them mostly is power. 
And so I guess that would be the same thing with a dog. So maybe that would make them very aggressive to try to take power over other dogs or humans. Yeah, and they may perhaps see you more of a supply versus like a companion or they could be manipulative, you know, in their behavior towards you Mm. uh, and other dogs. And yeah, I mean that that could definitely be a thing. I've seen dogs, you know, the uh, bully and like growl and pick on other dogs when they think I'm not looking and they think I have Mm. my back turned to to uh, away Mm. from them and when I like. So to speak, like obviously turn around, they like stop doing it and pretend to be nice. And there's a mirror or something and they don't realize that I can see them. Mm. I've caught this behavior a few times in a few dogs. So I know that they are capable Mm. of planning and thinking about uh, executing these things, uh, these behaviors, you know, like be a little mean to someone here and there. Like they're capable. Mm That doesn't mean they're evil at all. No, no, I know. I'm just thinking. People do it all the time, too. Yeah. We still really don't know what they're thinking fully all the time, do we? (laughs) Or maybe they just, you know, have very basic needs, you know, just love, care, companionship, shelter, food, um, affection. And when they don't have those things, it's all, you know, that fucks with their head. But if they get those things, then they're going to be okay. The dogs, I feel like we have a lot to learn from them because they, they're they more simple in the way we are, in the best way possible. It's just like those things are just like if those things are met, they're cool. Mm. But how do we know that? I mean, maybe they're just simple because they're so limited. You know, if they maybe they would be less simple if they they weren't domesticated pets. I can't. I mean, I can't fathom. I that's something. That, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is a stray dog more is limitless, right? Yeah, so uh, seemingly limitless. You know, I was listening to. Um, the biggest podcast in Sweden. Uh, It's called Alex and Siggy. Mm -hmm. And I was very upset because they were having this discussion about uh, one of them has a dog and he was saying that his dog is lacking personality. And it was so funny because his wife had noticed this and been Googling uh, when does uh, a dog's personality start to show? Mm. And he had Googled it too on his own and they had, you know, bonded on how funny that is and how, like, their dog seemingly doesn't it seem to have a personality because they both thought so. So that's hilarious. Okay. But it's also upsetting. Yeah. Uh, in a sense, because in my head, that's just, well, your dog probably not has any needs met of his own he's just there for everybody else's Mm. needs not there for his own needs there's nothing for him to be excited about or Mm. you know or the fact that he's so purebred to the fact that the the dog has been Mm. bred out of him or it doesn't necessarily have to be true Mm. that's just my worried mind Mm. for, for the sake of the dogs like going in that direction i'm not accusing anyone of abusing their dog but there's this uh neglect that is it's not mindful it's a subconscious sort of like you get a dog and it's there and it's your dog and you have it and it's there for you and 
you think you're doing it a favor when you take them around the block or, you know, you mm. throw them a ball, but they're not really being mm -hmm. challenged. They're not being fulfilled and they're not, you know, have, they don't have things every day that is just for them, for them to mm. grow and fulfill their needs and socialize and, and such. And, and then they become sort of flattened in their personalities that they, they don't like seem to be excited about anything. They don't have any quirks. They're kind of just like they're there. They'll come greet you at the door. They'll come with you on the walk. They'll sit or, you know, um, but, but, but it's really not much of a personality going on. Yeah, I know. It, it sounds, I can, I, when you're talking about the story, it's like I could picture that dog in the human form, you know, like, in the environment that become that way and you know um yeah exactly that makes me think about women you know who are just wives you know how yeah they grow up and it, when they're teenagers or such they're just like so lively and and full of excitement and dancing and you know dreaming about love and all these things they're going to experience. And then as, you know, they were put in boxes as wives and then later on mothers where they're not even seen as women anymore. And as they grow older, they become more and more invincible because they only have one role to play, which is, you know, being a beautiful woman to, to cater to the male gaze. That's the, the main purpose of women back in the day. And it's like how they just became smaller and smaller in their personalities and they became boom, flattened, so to speak. You said it so well, because that's what I was thinking in my head, and I couldn't articulate it, but yeah. I feel like that's what I see when those people get those designer dogs. It's more like an accessory. And um, like these popular breeds and, you know. Oh, my God, Tiffany. Speaking of popular breeds. Oh, no. And designer dogs. Oh, no. You know how the Labrador Retriever has been the all-time uh, favorite of, you know, American homes has been the number one most common dog in America forever? Mm-hmm. It has just changed. The Labrador Retriever is no longer the most common dog in America. It's a doodle. N no. It's a good guess, but no. The Frenchies. No, no. The Frenchies are now the most popular dogs in America. They're more popular than the Labs. And that is pathetic because those dogs are suffering from sign. They can't even breathe. I mean, they're being banned in Norway for breeding. It's considered animal abuse. It's like Americans are so stupid. Don't want to be. Yeah, it's funny that this happens now because last year was when Norway was became the first country to make the breed illegal. And you know what? I used to really like Lady Gaga, but then I went, you know, I know her Frenchies got stolen and turned into a big thing. It was like, I, I was like, ew, she has Frenchies? Like, oh, expensive Frenchies? Like, but these dogs are getting stolen and being sold in the black market. It's like it's become a status thing. It's just gross. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. The Frenchie, it comes with a lot of associations. It's really been one of the trendy breeds. Uh, but uh, unlike the trendy breeds that come and go, the Frenchie has really stuck. 
And so they they grown and grown more and more in popularity. And now they have finally surpassed the lab. The American Kennel Club announced that the Frenchie was the top breed in 2022. And it says something about the time we're in, Tiffany, right? What does it say, Louise? It represents that we are on the edge of vanity here. I mean, this is the time of Kim Kardashian and the Frenchie. And Dubai and Las Vegas and Amazon going to the moon. And, you know, it's just like everything is just like over the top. Mm, yeah, over the top. Well, when you, but they say what goes up must come down. So what would be the most common dog? In 2097? No, no, in the perfect world. Yeah, it would just be, there would be no, it would be just... What it would be first? I don't know if there was like first of all, if dogs were if we were able to stop the overbreeding of dogs, then we would have the ability to you know just we wouldn't have those things. We wouldn't have breeds like it would just be. I, I don't know. That's an interesting question because I can't even imagine like. <laughs> yeah, I I like that idea of not even having breeds. But I also like a lot of breeds, you know. It's it's nice yeah. to, to be enthusiastic about breeds and imagining preserving them without right. having to worry about, you know, pumping out too yeah. many dogs. This is this exactly my point. I'm glad you said that because that's how I felt and I just don't know. But that's the thing. I was like, we have, because we have a lost responsibility to breed until we fix that, then we can focus on that. If we had the luxury to be able to treat these dogs a little bit more like, you know, special <laughs> and that to be cared for and that we wouldn't treat them the way we do now. But I, you know what breed I love? What breed? I love the Italian Greyhound. I oh. am obsessed. I love the Italian Greyhound. I always thought they were kind of fairy tale looking because they have the sleek uh, features. Yeah. They're so freaking cute. Yeah. Yeah. What oh, about wow. you? I love the Rottweilers. Oh, yes, you do. Of course. They have the best smiles. Mm. Mm. But, yeah. But we do the right thing until that time where we can have the luxury of, you know, having a special breed. I'm not going to be that person that would support euthanasia to a dog going because, oh, I'd rather have... A breeder dog. No, I can't do that. I can't live with that myself. I don't know how people do. I mean, I grew up with breeder dogs, and I was so proud of them being breeder dogs. They were show dogs. They were winner dogs. And so I can totally understand that. We should be able to be enthusiastic about different breeds and dog breeding. It's just that we need to regulate it. We need to control yeah. it so we don't breed over demand so that we're euthanizing a million dogs every year in America for no reason at all. That's because we've bred too many dogs so that breeders have the right to conduct a business where they're relentlessly breed dogs over and over and over again to make a profit. No, this needs to be regulated, it needs to be controlled, and then we can be excited about breeding certain breeds. Yes, Louise for president. <laughs> I agree. I mean, uh, I would love to be able to make the rules because I have, I would, this would be something I would put in place if I was the president. 
but I bet it wouldn't be easy to pass. There's always some assholes out there saying this and that. You know? We have a right to make money off our dogs. Okay, so about uh, our rescue dogs, we have two little ones, uh, two little chihuahuas, uh, one for me and one for you. And we also have a puppy, um, this is going to be on our website, that is um, coming from Mexico on an airplane, and uh, he will be available on April 13th, and his name is Zorro, so check him out. What kind of dog is Zorro? He's like a, I don't know, like a terrier. He's terrier, small terrier size, small medium. He's more of a medium size because his mother was 35 pounds. Um, But he's got like these cool shepherd markings. um, So it's hard to tell. So this dog is coming all the way from Mexico. It's the first time we're getting a dog from abroad. How is this coming about? Um, So uh, a gal was on vacation in Mexico and came across this stray dog that really touched her heart. And this dog was just like so sweet and just beautiful face. And uh, the family was there and they just kind of got like, you know, I don't know, they, they, they felt this connection. And then um, they couldn't stop thinking about her. So they posted on all these social and they, they really made this grassroots effort in the local area in the Mexican community there um, to find this stray dog if you've seen them and they're like Facebook groups and whatnot and they were like oh I think she was spotted here in this town square and whatnot so she finally found her and she rescued her and uh, was going to take her home and then they found that she was pregnant so she had to stay back in Mexico and um, have her babies so she had her babies most of them got adopted but we stepped in she asked for our help because she is did not know what else to do and so um, we're helping her out wow that is one hell of a story and it's gonna be a fairy tale ending because this dog is bound to get her happily ever after with a story like that, somebody's going to have their heart cringe. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so check out Zorro. He'll be on our website um, and available April 13th. Super cute. Yeah, check out our website, fairytalesdogrescue.com. And that's a wrap. Ciao. Bye. times we had once when I kicked him when he was bad old King Sherman a lot to me but that hound dog is history King went running after deer wasn't scared of jumping off the truck in high gear King went a sniffing and he
teu caro. 